This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. And this week, it's Thorbin time. But first, let's introduce our co-hosts, Danny and Lewis. Take it away. Hey there, everyone. Danny here. Good to see you today. Lewis. What's up, people? What's happening in the world? Well, like I said, uh, last week's episode kind of came out late because I edited it kind of late. Uh, had a raging headache last week, all week, and I just couldn't shake it. But I'm better, and this week, we have some announcements to make. So, huh. first and foremost, I'd like to thank everybody who listens. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm sure if you listened to last week's episode, it was me and Danny, and then I did one with me and Lewis. And I believe going forward, we are going to be doing a duos until like every like three or four episodes we'll do a uh all together podcast which would be fantastic you know um, as a just... uh joking production note that i just had we should uh we should like jokingly add some of our voices into it like just like generic oh wow that's cool oh no and we'll just slice them in there randomly uh, lewis give me an oh yeah oh no Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Okay, I can work with that. <laughs> I can use, I can keep those. That's not, the beauty of it. Not to create more editing work for you, but it was, just, fine. A, it was just an idea I, I just had. No, no, I like that. I like that. So last week, I, I kind of, te- we did a little test run where we recorded on two different days, and it seems that it works a little bit better with two people, but like I said, I still want to do the three man our three man podcast because that's you know that's traditional for us. We've been doing that for about a year, but now that we're in season two, want to shake it up a little bit. And so you know, I ran it past the the crew here, and uh, we all we all agreed. Even our silent man in the chair, Rick, uh, gave us some really good feedback on that. You know, and it it works a little bit better with two people, which is cool. But you know, you guys, what do you guys think? Uh, moving forward with that, and I think uh, we'll still plan to rotate every so often where we get all three of us, right? Correct. Cool. Yeah, I think I think I think as long as the major bulk of this stuff is uh is the three of us, that's great. I mean, obviously there's stuff like um like you know, I have shows that I have to go out and see people in or I have to maybe join up so I can meet people and stuff like that and network for for comedy's sake. Um those might be nights I have to bow out and and leave it to the two of you. Um there's gonna be nights where Things happen. I mean, life happens. We can't schedule for the three of us together, so we'll, we'll make it work. Oh, absolutely. Know? It's there, there. There will be content. It's just you know we'll have to modify every so Which, often. But or I'm it'll just be a that. whole episode of sound bites. Oh God. Oh, you know what? Uh, I'm actually I want to work on a best of clip, so I want you guys to go through these episodes and find your favorite clips, and then I'll just do a best of clip at some point. Greatest, so. greatest hits. Uh, yeah, I know one of them is going to be... Skyrim first came out, and I didn't know what it was. I called it Skyrim. The Elder the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. I, th- I think a lot of people did. I enjoy playing Skyrim. Well, check this out. So until, until I took an arrow to the knee. 
<sighs> okay, calm down. Somebody file that. Uh, you know, a joke file. I always a joke I always had, if I ever formed my own band, I have no musical talents at all. But whatever my band would be, our debut album would be greatest hits. I like that. And then that's interesting. Our, our second, bad. our second album would be Greatest Hits Volume Two, but you know that's never going to happen. So if I see someone already, <laughs> did... oh, who did that? Uh, Rick, who did that? Please, who Alien did... and Farm did that. Oh, that's funny. Well, you know, speaking of music, this past weekend, a beloved stream was taken down on YouTube on a false oh, copy yes. claim. Right, uh, claim. And I, you know, YouTube, of course, the only way that they could get fixed is they got to go to Twitter and go at YouTube help. Help us, please. I am talking about Chilled Cow or formerly known as Chilled Cow, which is now uh, Lo-Fi Stream Girl. Lo-Fi Girl. After 868 consecutive days, the stream was taken down on a BS copyright claim. And the stream has since been reinstated. But that begs the question. But they're starting from zero again. Right. But that begs the question. Anybody can make a fake copyright claim, which is kind of why we don't put ourselves on YouTube. I'm sure we could reach a larger mass of people. But the problem is, is if somebody were to copy, copyright claim us, or we're a little podcast, so it, it would suck. But what would they copyright claim from music. us, though? We don't use no, clips. Well, we use music. That Rick and Morty you know, clip. Our intro. But- yeah. They, they could. They, yeah. Maybe, and we maybe. we don't we don't have lawyers. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. Speak for yourself. I'm sorry, I don't have a lawyer. I'm a litigious motherfucker. I will sue if it means I get well, my way. I don't have a lawyer, so there you go. Neither do I. I'm, I'm editing that out so nobody attempts to litigiously try to get litigious on our asses. Anyway, it's so. litigious for <laughs> time. Those uh, it's... file file. File. That's file. Anyway, um, I I can't hold on. I have to sigh deeper. <sighs> so there. So that sucks that that happened to uh Lo-Fi Girl. Um, but there was That's such great memes that too. came out though. One of the memes that I saw was like, uh, after 868 days, Lo-Fi Girl is ready to take her final. After studying for <laughs> that long, she's ready. She's she's down to take her final, you know. It, she's mastered it now. No, yeah. Oh man, uh, it's such it's such horseshit, dude. Like I, yeah. What what can be really said about this kind of shit? It's just you know it's unnecessary. You would think that something like this is is very much not not well maybe not that it's not copyrightable and stuff like that, but it's just. Fuck, man. They they were doing nothing to nobody except for providing like good background beats mm-hmm. for for moments when you need to like chill or meditate or calm down. Like, why attack that? It seems out of everything that needs to be attacked, you're attacking the one thing that maybe is helping people instead of hurting. Yeah. And and from my understanding is they own all the music they put on the streams because artists contribute or give it to them and say, hey, you guys can use it. So for mm-hmm. someone to come behind on the, in the back scenes and go, oh, well, copyright claim, it's like, oh, that's terrible. Was it legitimately a Way copyright claim? 
It was a it was no, it was a BS copyright claim and YouTube looked into it and determined that it was not a, a it was a fraudulent copyright claim, so they removed it, but so is the person the stream was down for like two days, yeah. But it's back. That's back, but now it starts from zero. It was at eight hundred and sixty eight days continuous. And now to Danny's corner. Can I get like an intro with that with like eighties music or something? I mean, unfortunately we would get copyright claimed. So no, oh. I can't do that. Oh. All right, musician fans, make make us a theme and give us full ownership of that. Um, so yeah. Uh coming up in about next next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend is Comic Con. And today Hasbro, the toy makers, announced something pretty cool that um, I don't know if I'll get right away, but I would definitely like to get in the future is their selfie series where you can take a selfie on their app and create your own action figure from Hasbro, the makers of Marvel Legends, Power Rangers and Star Wars, the Black Series. So you could turn yourself into an action figure like an X-Wing pilot, Mandalorian, the Red Power Ranger, the Pink Power Ranger, Spider-Man. X-Wing pilot, Snake Eyes. I think I got everything that was announced. It's like 60 bucks. Um, I hope it comes out cool. They're going to start selling to select audiences at uh, Comic-Con. But as far as I know, this will be available in the fall. Um, and I hope it comes out well. And I hope you can detach the head because I would like to be a Jedi. And there is no Jedi release. Um, you know, but if I can pop the head off, I can change it around on different action figures. Um, I would, if I did it, I would probably put it on the Boba Fett. Oh, that would be a good one too. I the mean, Boba you, Fett Black Series. You could do a Mandalor. Oh, they announced the um, an all dark Boba Fett, Boba Fett in disguise, where his armor is just black. It's from a comic book storyline. Everything That's else, neat. everything else is the same. The art was pretty cool from that issue. Uh, Steve McNeven, mm -hmm. uh, who did the original Civil War comic. Uh, but yeah, I want my Danny Bricker action figure. Well, we do have the Danny Bricker dick sticker. Oh, we'll see. Unfortunately, save that. it's not available because it's on. It's it's a uh, in Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, it's Buffalo Wild Wings somewhere. <laughs> we should we should build that up, and oh, I'll God. tell I'll tell that story some other time. Yeah, no, that's fine. Now, to our correspondent Lewis. <laughs> no, I, well, tell us about uh, Miss Marvel. Uh oh. Uh, well, I mean, am I the only one who's seen the series I, so far? I, I feel it's so. a really awkward thing to talk about no. if, if I'm the oh, only go one. Ahead. I don't. I don't care for the spoilers. Yeah, I don't either. I, I'm. I'm ready to listen. After this, then we're gonna do a quick uh, Thor because I think we all saw Thor, right? Oh okay. yeah, we'll talk about yeah. Thor after. Thought opening. I mean, you don't. You just give us a couple minutes uh, of what you thought about Miss Marvel as a series. You know, whatever. Uh, I will. I will start off with saying that Miss Marvel is definitely a series that everyone who is interested in, uh, in anything related to the the MCU, if if you're into that, if you're a fan of that, if you're a fan of uh, Captain Marvel. It, sadly there's not much Captain Marvel until the, the bitter end and even then it's not really much um, 
but the actual character of Kamala Khan, uh, Miss Marvel in the series, uh, it, it's an interesting story. It does deal with a lot of historical issues as far as um, the the British rule over India and their splitting of it. Colonialism uh, during the uh, during colonialism and stuff like that. Uh, there's a little bit of backstory to, uh, to her character using those events. Uh, then there's also the connection to modern times and trying to push forward a, a very woman. I don't want to say women first because there's definitely a balance in characters, but there's a very, you know, immigrant story attached to it as well as a, a empowering of women's story attached to it. All in all, it's a very cute series. I, I really liked it. Uh, I, didn't like it more than Moon Knight, but I have my biases because I love Oscar Isaac, um, and I really like Ethan Hawke and his acting, so that that kind of helps a little bit. It's on the stronger side of Marvel. Okay, shows. I I have a legitimate. So if if Loki was incredible, then and Moon Knight was pretty good underneath that, Miss Marvel probably hits that third spot. So I have a legitimate question, and I'm not trying to make fun of it. I like I I legitimately want to know. Do they have like a mm-hmm. uh, women get it done type montage or anything like that? <laughs> the way you oh, no, I'm being serious. I, no, no, because like as of lately, like I get it. They're pushing a a narrative of women are strong too, which there's no problem with that. And you know, in this new Wakanda movie, and I'm spot, I'm talking about Wakanda forever. Like they're gonna introduce Riri Williams, who designed the right. Ironheart suit. So, like, legitimately, I want to know. Uh, is there like a narrative where they go women, you know, uh, women get it done? Type so, thing? so there kind, of, there kind of is with with uh, with Kamala's friend uh, Nakia. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny enough, there's two. There's in the future there will be two characters with practically the same name. Um, just I guess I guess it's just spelled differently. Maybe there's a different accent connotation to it. But yeah, she has a best friend Nakia who. Um, uh, I, and it's only really in the first two episodes that you really hear much about it. But she, I, I guess, famously in Mosque, I, I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't know that that culture or anything like that. But famously in Mosque, all the leaders in the Mosque are men. Mm-hmm. And she actually, through the first two episodes, goes through a whole. I'm going to change that. I want to be the first woman leader of the Mosque and stuff like that. And actually, she achieves her goal and stuff. Uh, then it's not really heard about. Because then the story refocuses on Kamala, um, so it, it, there's kind of a little bit of that in those first two. It's very subtle, mm-hmm. as as far as like it doesn't dominate the episode runtimes. Uh, but then after that, it's more it gets more into the mythos and the lore of this version of Miss Marvel as comparative to the comic books, and then uh, it kind of just runs from there. I I would almost say it's more of an immigrant story than a women's story. Okay. So like the base, the, the if we're thinking about it like that, you know, the, the immigrant and the and the feelings of being first generation born here, um, being the 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 baby of the family and stuff like that, all the hopes and wishes of your family riding, riding through you, that stuff shines a little more as as opposed to it being a female empowerment story. Even though there are elements of it there, I, I think it was very cute. We I just saw the finale. It's it's a very easy series to kind of just sit and watch mm-hmm. through. So it has that going for it, which is why for me, geez, out of all of them, I think maybe it's third spot. Um, it kind of knocks one division out of the third spot. 
into fourth because like i know the wanda story i know the vision and stuff like that and so they, i feel like there could have been more done with that but considering her story really does continue in multiverse of madness I think it kind of makes up for it a little bit there. That being said, um, the series does basically. I wouldn't be surprised if the Miss Marvel's movie that's coming out later doesn't literally pick up the minute this show okay. ends. So you do recommend it then? Okay. Definitely. It's definitely one of those that I would watch and not wait for a recap online. Okay. Uh, I'll have to give it a watch then. Like, legitimately. Like, I. I had my reservations, like most most stuff, where they try to push some type of like stupid narrative. I'm not saying that like women get it done. Like they they kind of made fun of that in the boys. You know they they and and they kind of made fun of that whole uh, in in Endgame movie. Like women get it done, uh, you know. <laughs> and I get it. It's not. It's 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 a spoof on it, is what it is. But you know, it, it sounds it sounds like a fun series, and I'll, I'll give it a watch for sure. Danny? Yeah, maybe eventually. Um, now that it's all done, I can binge it. So at least that's the cool thing. If I decide to watch it, I can um, get it uh, all the episodes in. And, and you can watch this on Disney Plus, correct? Okay. Yes. It's all out on Disney Plus. It's actually it's a funny thing. Uh, Angela was telling me the other day that um, in Pakistan, where uh, some of the series actually takes place there, um, the local theaters have been showing it on a weekly basis on the sc- oh, on the big cool. screen. Like they'll take the time out and put it out there in the entire like it sells out every that's really night. Really awesome, that, and that's kind of cool to see. Mm. You know, a culture embrace. Yeah, because uh, a lot of movies have been banned recently out in the Middle East. Yeah, or or had it be changed, mm-hmm. I should say, instead of banned, or things things were omitted or removed. Yeah, so that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. It's a cute, it's a cute, it's a cute little continuation of the whole. You know, the 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 representation really does matter. You know, if you're not put out there by Hollywood, put yourself out there. It's it's a really beautiful thing. Speaking of Hollywood, big movie came out. Are we doing it? Minions came out, and oh my god, guys, throwing bananas at people, wearing uh, suits. No, I'm get just your kidding. Suits. Get your suits, get your bananas, and start yelling and clapping. Oh, dude, I saw a video. Real quick, I just saw a video of, like, this person in the theater last week, or on Friday, this past Friday, literally getting up before the movie and going, people, do not stand up, do not yell, we will kick you out of the theater, we will not give you a refund, and you will have to pay for everybody's ticket because you're, you know, creating a disruption. And, And all power to the theaters to do that because, you know what, that's kind of disruptive and it sucks. You can't force anyone yeah. to buy someone else's ticket. You know what? You shut your mouth. I'm going to make you buy my ticket. Okay. Time. For Sorry. Minions. Two, <laughs> two, three tickets for Minions, please? Yes, please. And we'll all wear suits. Yeah, that's the, that's the only way I'll watch it. That's the only way I'll watch it is if someone else pays well, for the ticket. Well, I heard that Minions was like number one a week ago, and then it just nosedived to number two this week. Oh, yeah. But the reason it nosedived yeah. is because... Everyone does it for the memes. But it nosedived because Thor Love and Thunder came out, and oh, my God. I saw that movie, and I, I know you guys watched it, too. Oh um, yeah. I was kind of curious how they were going to handle some of the aspects of the movie. It was a little, uh, how shall I say? It's a, it's a, there's comedy. There was drama. 
I mean, there was it's a Taika Waititi film, so no, yeah, absolutely, of comedy. and it was funny. I thought it was funny. There were moments where you're just like, "Wow, that's that's hilarious," and then there are other moments where you're just like it it really played on your heart. And and I, I you know we're, we're, we'll kind of get into the film a little bit. Uh, this was the fourth entry of the Thor films, and it, the the way that it start opened with you know uh, Korg telling the story of the space Viking and how he went from being you know how he dad, went from being a, g- dad a god to, to 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 dad god bod, bod and then to god bod, yeah, and uh. and then and then. And then they show the montage. Of, he's like, "Let's go!" And he destroys that temple. And it's so funny. It, it was good, funny it, that that one moment. I think in that fight where he does the Jean Claude Van Damme kick, stop the two ships. Yeah. Oh, that caught me so. I, yeah, off guard. I, I thought he was using amazing. his hands until it like pans down and you see his legs up. I, okay, I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but I think the standout, the standout act in this film. Had to have been, there. It had to have been Christian Bale, even though his his role was like really, in my opinion, diminished. Well, I think a, I he, think a lot of stuff got cut out because there was a mandate; it had to be like two hours from the studio. Yeah, some stupid, but they did make <sighs> him really scary. Like they made him. Oh, I was terrified yeah, yeah. of the they man made him terrifying, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And then when they when they introduce the necrosword which i i i will say before you talk about the necrosword i will say i don't know how much of that was the script and, and not his actual choices for the character i mean i think that's the that's the benefit of getting somebody like christian bale to do um the villain roles or the interesting roles at least is you get somebody who's seasoned enough that you can trust what they're gonna mm-hmm. do is going to work out well for the movie and the character. And then if you have a good enough writer like Taika Waititi who can do great comedy, but can also terrify you with that same yeah. comedy. Because there's lines that Gore says in this movie that chilling, I think are meant as a, as a laugh, but you're kind of pissing yourself while you no, laugh. No, yeah, there's that too. Out of fear. He has that, he emotes really oddly in the movie. Where he's like... Which there was the, there was perfectly. that okay, there was that scene where he had all the kids in the thing. No, 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 keep talking, keep talking. I love I love that scene. And then he and then he's like smile. The way he oh, smiles so is so like grotesque. And he ripped the and head off so that good. snake thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was like mm. so grotesque. Mm-hmm. But he like he's like trying to prove his point. God, it was unsettling. It, it was, and I, I absolutely that's why I like Christian Bale in that film. Even though you yeah. barely you saw him minimally. It's like it's the, the build up, but, when you but did, the, it, it was the build up to seeing him, mm. and it and it all had I to think, do with I think the another sword, is... because the necrosword like is the sword that creates, you know, that was created by by uh, Null, 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 the the symbiote god who yeah. creates venom and all that. Mm. So thought that was interesting. Yeah, but they, uh, I mean, they didn't do any mention as far as I could tell of that. But you know, yeah, I mean, our only uh, symbiote in the MCU. Yeah. Came from Tom Hardy in No Way Home, yeah. so I don't I don't think they're gonna go that route. If anything, they would probably save that for the Sony uh, Venom movie. Mm-hmm. 
No. Probably. Probably. I, I could see that. But, but I mean, I don't know. I know there was, I, I know there was people talking about the fact that um, they had hoped, I guess, that this movie would address a lot of those issues as far as like plot holes uh, within phase four. Because I mean, I think we're we're at the end of phase four, I believe. Now with Ms. Marvel being wrapped up, isn't is the Marvels movie the the finality of that you of know, this phase, or is there another movie? Are we waiting on another well, movie still this year? Ant Man and Black Panther. Yeah, Quantumania. Yeah, there's Quantumania still. I think I think that will do more setup because that's supposed to have the return of Kang from Loki. Yeah, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is oh that's one. Okay. But, yeah, because I was gonna say I was looking at a at a post from IGN earlier today that was talking about like phase four loose ends that need to be tied up, and there's, there's a lot, yeah, a lot but of them. That's there's... the thing too is this phase has just been really random. It's like has a randomness to it. Yeah, like they never uh, the Shang Chi I... post credit scene. We still don't know anything about that. That's that's well, one of those the, other, the fact the that, post... that the the rings are emitting a beacon right, and the other post credit yeah. scene that sets up. Uh, Pizza Papa. A vampire. No, sets up a vampire that we don't even see. So, like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Nobody even knew that was Eternals. There. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Eternals? In Eternals, yeah. uh, to be honest, Eternals is such a crappy movie. It took me like three days to watch it. I don't, I don't blame you. I, I, yeah, I saw it the one time in theaters, and I, even I myself, I was like, I'm good. Yeah. If I never have to receive this movie, I'm okay with it. And granted, there is, a lot of good acting in there. I love Kumail Nanjiani, so I kind of feel bad that that's a movie I'm not going to see with him in it again, maybe. Uh, no, um, I'm saying it now. Uh, I'm definitely Brian, uh, Brian Tyree. Brian Tyree, yeah. I love him, and I love his acting in that and stuff like that. But again, two bright spots in, a, in an ensemble cast movie does not make a good sure. ensemble cast movie. The, and the other thing, and the um, other thing, too, about Phase oh. 4, is just like, every movie that's come out, to a degree like the movies have been helmed by like really amazing um directors that really hone on their craft but it doesn't fit the overall story the overall arc like like we did with phase one through three you know but yeah uh that, i mean that i mean you hit you it have, right right on the head they... in, in in uh Eternals was yeah, Gemma Chan. She's really known. Oh no, not Gemma Chan. Um, Chloe Zhao. Somebody else. Yeah, but she's really she's really Chloe known Zhao. For big, there you go. Long floral like dramas, which fine. I mean, she you know, won it. She won an Oscar before Eternals came out, and then you know everybody was excited for that. But you know that could have not been her mm-hmm. fault because you know they all got to stick in the end to the MCU pattern, like Taika yeah. Waititi having to cut out whatever he had to cut out because. You know, like Lena Haiti was supposed from Game of Thrones was supposed to be in Thor. They cut out Peter Dinklage. Jeff Goldblum was supposed to be back. You right. know, so mm-hmm. at, but, at but, the, also, right, but also, but also, if you look at like uh, Multiverse of Madness, it was like a horror film, which was Sam Raimi's like bread and butter. And bread you got and butter. Got Taika doing Thor: Love and Thunder, which he does comedy really well. But he did handle one thing I, in that. I, film. I think definitely. I believe he handled the the one thing that like everybody was speculating. He, I think he handled it fairly well with Jane Foster having cancer. That was the big question. Ah, and that's and right. In that's the comics, right, yeah. it's like every time she had, you know, every time she went to chemo, like she would use the hammer 
and it would heal her, but then when she would let go of the hammer or whatever, then it her body would be more ravaged because it just... And it was interesting to see that, that it, progression. That was, that was something I'm glad the technology... By, by all means, it's not perfect yet. I think there's probably still some issues. But I'm glad that, the, that they're kind of going back to makeup help. Uh, that, I'm practical sorry, it's the makeup. other way around. CGI uh, helping practical mm-hmm. makeup. Because you could tell it wasn't just they, they scanned her and then they fucked her up in the computer. It's like, no. They did makeup. They probably put the little points to track her muscle mm-hmm. movements. And they just kind of enhanced it by like, you know, pulling putting in less color in her face, the stringiness of her hair, and the, and then the quick transitions back and forth from her having cancer to her being Mighty mm-hmm. Thor. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. Um, that is to say, I can't imagine this not getting a nomination, a technical nomination for, for the Oscars and everything like that. Uh, I, I think... Could Christian Bale be nominated for this? Going back to Christian Bale, could Christian Bale be nominated for this? I, I no, would hope so. He won't. It, it'd be great to see him get nominated for this. It's a good, it's a good role. It's a great you know role. that the, the Academy doesn't traditionally care about that. They'll, they'll probably give it a, the, the fan, whatever the hell, that doesn't really mean shit anyway. The, the, so. fan, the fan moment. Yeah. <laughs> Gore, yeah. Gore rips off the head of the monster in front of the children. That's my, that's my fan moment of the year. That's not, that's not a bad moment. I got one big gripe, though, with this film. You talking about CGI. This is my biggest gripe. I wonder if you and I I wouldn't oh about CGI. Never mind. I thought you were gonna have the same gripe no, I no, had. No, no, no. My one of the biggest gripes I have is that this is like a two hundred, three hundred million dollar movie and the CGI for uh what's his name? Heimdall's son. Are you just, I, him are you just saying that because of that one meme? Oh no, no, no. I when I was watching it, it bothered me. I was just like, they haven't yet to perfect so, this. Axel. It's the same thing. Yeah, so it's I'll, the same I'll, thing. I'll be honest. It's the I'll, same thing that they had the problem with in Endgame with uh with what's his face inside the Hulkbuster suit and you just see his tiny little head. Yeah, that's right. Ah, it just it, it didn't fit. It just didn't fit. Yeah. Okay. Mark Ruffalo, yeah. I don't know. Um I will Hmm. How can I say this semi diplomatic? No, don't say it diplomatically, just say it. I will agree with you on the fact that um that choice wasn't great. I don't necessarily know if that's just because of the CGI. I will give it fifty percent the CGI's fault. I don't think th- I don't think they technically got there in the final edit. But that was a choice, and that was not the right choice. They could have done so much. They could have done something so much better. And granted, story wise, makes sense. Heimdall's son hadn't had time to perfect his magic or whatever mm-hmm. they they said yeah the they like magic. it was he was still yeah, just learning yeah, they it just put in one line to solve all the problems oh you're using the powers heimdall gave you or son of heimdall you're using your father's power you spit you your, your your space viking uh, magic or some shit yeah <laughs> yeah and look I, I that's a very mid-level like that's an excuse line and it's like all right this is this doesn't look good so here's your excuse why. And fine, I'll accept it. It still doesn't make it good. No, no, no. Hold on. Now. Now. That scene happened. You're right. And then there was another scene towards the end where Thor be- imbues upon the children the ability of Thor. The CGI in well, that was fantastic. I, you there. I thought it was great. There was like oh, so many yeah, moments no, that just blew my mind there. And I'm like going back to that one moment where you see his face. It looks all... He looks like 
Zordon from from uh <laughs> from Power, Power Rangers. It's from like, the nineties Power Rangers. I didn't make that connection, but now but now <laughs> I see it and I can't unsee it. I'll never unsee yeah. it now. <laughs> there you go. And I hope I hope no, we you, post you that. Gotta, we you need to post that on, on on the Instagram, like in our in our actual post, like when we do the, our our weekly post. That add that image onto the to the image, so you got two images going, so they can click over and see it. I want people to All see right. it and actually. I'll have to refine the picture. No, no, I'll send it to you again. I don't care. I have it. Oh, perfect. So, okay, but um, but okay. Going. To I will gripes. agree with you. That final scene. So um, one of my biggest gripes with this movie, uh, and any uh, me saying biggest gripes isn't that bad. I I love this movie. This is probably my one of my favorite movies of the year. One up. Um, a big gripe I had was Thor felt like he was back to being an idiot. At the very least, yes, being a big uh-huh. idiot. Basically, it felt like he reverted back to Thor one. Thor. No, I mean, I think in Thor one he was arrogant. maybe maybe even Thor two. Well, no, in Thor in Thor one he was arrogant. You're right, he was arrogant. In Thor well, two he was stupid. He was just dumb. Well, and, I think Taika Waititi writes writes him stupid for the comedic effect, so he could be in those situations and have the yeah. Comedy. But you got Ragnarok where he kind of yeah, it's, it's, it varies. But there are times where Thor is just. Me, me, Thor, me, break things. Oh, oh, oh. And then you got like Thor, who's yeah. very thoughtful, and we must go, and we must do this, and I must kill him. You know, in in like the Endgame films, and and all those, like like the yeah, team ups. He, he's he's not he, stupid. Yeah, he's written serious in the Avenger movie. It's like they change him whenever is needed for the plot. You know, whether it's okay. So so I will I will. Give it the conceit because someone online, uh, Jeremy Johns, I I, re- I listened to a spoiler cast and I listened to his update to the spoiler cast that he did on this movie. And I will say some people kind of cleared it up a little bit and I had to do my own research as well on it. And it makes sense. This is Thor at a midlife crisis, kind of. He had to suffer through infinity war and losing during infinity war and then he has the ptsd in endgame which made him kind of revert back to being an idiot and so he's still kind of working through that i guess and this is kind of the movie that shows him that he has to kind of improve but i still don't feel like there's much of a growth well the, I there's a growth the in the sense of the the yeah well I guess so. Oh, yeah, because remember, not, it's not a lot. Oh, there was he's that moment where there was a uh, daughter. No, no, hold on. Uh, I was gonna say first uh, when he's in that in with in the room with Eternity, you know, and uh, he he can make a wish, and he goes, you know what? Screw it. If that's what it means, then then I will spend my last moments with the person I love the most, because to him, love was the answer, right? And that's why he spent those yeah. last final moments with Jane, and then she faded away. And and I think it was that moment that like Gore put two and two together and was like, oh, maybe maybe not killing the gods is the answer, but like maybe, you know, because you know Jane was like she won't be alone, right? Yeah. And so he, you know, Gore makes the wish, and his daughter returns through eternity as a super cosmic being now. And then the, and then at the end of the movie, you see Thor's taking care of her. And they're getting, I don't know, they go somewhere and they, they mess up a bunch of bad guys. And then it gives you the title name of why the movie's called Thor, Love, and Thunder. It, and I believe this is like a perfect arc for him. Oh, yeah. What do you think? No, I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
That's it? Yeah? <laughs> okay, Danny's got nothing. Moving on. I mean, Lewis. Focus. I just, uh, I like the rock music. I don't, I thought it was, I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I just thought it was another generic MCU outing. Name three songs. Uh, from Stranger uh, Things. It's like from Stranger Uh, <laughs> no. Ooh. Enter Sandman. Oh, not Enter, no, I'm thinking of Westworld. <laughs> uh, wow! Well, wow! No. Blasphemy! Uh, uh Matt. Blasphemy, no, no, no. my dear Did sir. I see the Enter Sandman from. Oh, sweet child of mine. No, 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 no. That I said, a, I that said wasn't from Stranger, Stranger Things. things. I, I said Stranger Things. Yeah, sweet. Ch- I did. I know. But, I but, know. but, you know, at, at for the Danny in our little group chat was. Name, name three songs from the band. From Guns N' Roses. Yeah. From Guns N' Roses. I named two of the three that he was, that were in the movie, and then I named November Rain. And he's like, well, you fell into two thirds of my trap. Wasn't November Rain in the movie, too? No, it wasn't. It wasn't the movie. It was, but you didn't. You weren't thinking of that one. You were thinking. All of, you three were thinking of them were in of, uh, Paradise City, which was also in which movie. was also in the movie. Also, in the you movie. know, what? I, I, yeah. uh, <laughs> sweet child of mine. I love the beat. I love when the goats came in, and that's what Craig Kimbrell uses as his walkout song, which is such a great song. That's so great hearing that at Dodger Stadium. But then, the but goat. then he he the sucks, and goat. then you know he's gonna blow the lead. <laughs> Speaking of the goats, oh uh, the goat, the goats ah! are great. <laughs> they were all screaming, and then and then we didn't even talk about when they went to uh, this that city where all the gods were. Yeah, the god city. And then you know what? I knew it was Russell Crowe, but like that voice that Russell Crowe did for for Zeus just didn't fit. Dude, it was a dumb. It was terrible. Thing. Didn't even did, did it not fit? I was I fit. loved it. it, it was to me, it didn't great. Fit. It just didn't. <laughs> they they said they recorded one all his lines in a British accent and then all the lines in that Greek accent and they went with the Greek one. Which yeah, yeah. I guess makes sense. You wanted to speak Greek, but it just it sounded weird. It yeah, it didn't sound right. But you know whatever. And now a flick of your disguise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fled too hard, damn it! <laughs> I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> the the fucking back tattoos are fucking great. Uh, was it Rip Loki and and some other stuff? There was like a scroll. I think I think his dad's enchantment scroll yeah. is on there as well. But oh my god, it's so good! But to wrap it up, there was like the the two the two end credit scenes were pretty good. Uh, with Jane heading to uh, Valhalla, which I thought was fantastic. Perfect. It, it it fit it fit just so well. So maybe maybe someday down the future she becomes a Valkyrie. Who knows? That's a theory that's been floating Always around. Always possible. And then they introduce another foil to Thor. In the in the was it the first or the second one? The first one. The first second one. one. No, it's the first one because the first one that's where yeah Jane Foster Zeus and is talking. Heimdall were after the movie. Yeah. So yeah. Russell Crowe's talking to somebody. It turns out to be. Hercules. Was it Hercules? Yeah. Okay. Hercules. He's like so dumb. He's like the he's like a big dum dum. And it's funny. And I don't know who the hell the actor was, well, but I was like, okay. It's well, from uh, Ted Lasso. So I, I read after I was gonna say he plays the idiot in Ted Lasso. Oh well there you go. He's typecast now. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Overall, Danny, I already know he thinks it's just a generic uh generic uh, movie. To sell toys, specifically Hasbro, so he can put his body on a Thor bot. You know, it's fine. Uh, no, no, no. Danny wants to put his body 
on Heimdall's body. You mean his head on Heimdall's body? <laughs> That'd be interesting. Huh. Look, English not my first language, English, all right? No. Yeah, okay, Hercules, I I bang, you know, you know I what? crush. It's <laughs> funny you you said that cuz Señor, señor, I know I know Hercules. My name is Hector. Hector Lis. Hector. So Hector Lis. Hector Ramirez Rodriguez. Okay, Danny, go ahead. I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> we we've derailed again. Um, yeah. All right, we're pulling to the station, Danny. Final thoughts. Um, yeah. Um, don't really have any. Um, other than I hope I can go buy my action figure of me in a couple months, and then I guess we'll post it on the channel when I do. We'll see if it looks like me or not. That's all I got. Uh, Take okay. care, Lewis. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for riding, uh, riding with us on hitting a year of podcasting. Uh, a year, uh, we've hit it. We've passed it. We're moving on. Hopefully everybody likes the OG format and everybody continues to like the new format based on whenever we get to do it. As always, everybody, I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Black Lives Matter, Artists Lives Matter, support your local comic book shop and your local comedy club. I'll see you guys on stage. Let's go. And for me, I'm grateful to see another sunrise. No, uh, I'm grateful that you guys listen. And, you know, hopefully we, we uh, with this new year that's coming, we got a format change. Everything's going to happen. So, you know, hopefully you guys are along for the ride and don't get derailed somehow like we just did right now a few minutes ago but that's okay love you guys i you know hopefully someday i get to see you because i treat you like my family i love you guys uh i hope i get to shake your hand i hope to give you a hug and above all else be good to each other because you never know what's going on in somebody else's life that's our show and you know what i'm gonna say it now peace uh play the music Thank you.